Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to a brand new week. Monday, September 18th, 2023. It starts right now. Yeah, baby. Let's go. It's first thing with Kevin Mano. Thank you for being here. Hope you had a nice weekend. A few celebrity birthdays today before we get to all the news. Patrick Schwarzenegger is a year older. Jason Sudeikis, that's Ted Lasso. Uh, rapper Exhibit, James Marsden, Jada Pinkett Smith, Lance Armstrong, Aisha Tyler, and Holly Robinson. Pete, happy birthday, everybody. Uh, and on this date in history, 172 years ago today, the very first issue of the New York Times went on sale. How much do you think it cost? It was two cents, two pennies. Happy anniversary, New York Times. of the news let's go let's rip through it there's a lot going on right now uh, we always start with the top story today we'll start with a quick update on the destruction of hurricane lee it was downgraded by the time it reached new england and canada over the weekend it brought some real strong winds and heavy rains though as expected roads were flooded trees and telephone poles were down hundreds of thousands of people were without power I believe two deaths have been attributed to the storm, and now the uh, cleanup efforts are underway. But now it's time to worry about Tropical Storm Nigel. Come on, it's on track to become a hurricane at some point today. As of now, I don't believe it's happened yet. Uh, It seems like it should be far enough off the East Coast to not be a major threat, but of course they're keeping an eye on it. Let's go! All right, okay, on to some sports news first in football. It just came out that Thursday Night Football is doing quite well on Amazon. They've seen a big uptick in viewers since that weekly game moved to Prime Video. Last season, the biggest audience they had for a single game was 13 million. And this year, the season opener had 15 million. So that's a healthy increase for them. On to college now. First, there are just too many college football games for me to mention here. So I usually look for, you know, the teams getting the most attention. And that would be Colorado. There is so much hype around that team now that Deion Sanders is running things. You know there's a lot of hype when Lil Wayne escorts the team onto the field. The Rock was even out there for it wearing a Colorado jersey. Uh, And they still are undefeated after beating the Colorado State Rams in overtime on Saturday. It was a Colorado-Colorado matchup, and the Buffaloes took it. It came from behind. They were down to uh, to win in double overtime. It was a wild, very late ending in the, uh, the hype builds. Yes, yes, on to entertainment headlines. Man, there's a lot here today. A lot of heavy stuff, honestly. Uh, First off, an Emmy-winning actor named Billy Miller just passed away, best known by soap fans for roles on both General Hospital and The Young and the Restless. He died on Friday at the age of 43. Actually, two days before his birthday. He would have turned 44 yesterday. According to a statement released by his manager, he was struggling with manic depression when he died, but there was no specific cause given. Uh, now on a Russell Brand, some pretty heavy allegations were just made against him. Four women have come forward accusing him of sexual assault and other forms of abuse stretching over a seven-year period back at the height of his fame. Honestly, graphic stuff in these articles. Uh, Russell released a video denying the claims. He admitted that he used to be very promiscuous, which he has talked about at length in the past, but said all of his relationships were consensual. 
Uh, meanwhile, one of his co-stars in Forgetting Sarah Marshall is still in the news, Mila Kunis. Mila and Ashton are still getting a lot of heat for writing character letters for their old friend Danny Masterson after he was found guilty of sexual assault. The update this weekend was that Ashton stepped down from his organization, Thorn. Mila reportedly did the same. It's an anti-child sex abuse nonprofit. Ashton was the chairman of the board, and he said resigning was the only responsible thing to do. Now in relationship news, this was a shocker. Hugh Jackman and his wife of 27 years, Deborah Lee Jackman, announced their separation. They released a statement saying, quote, we have been blessed to share almost three decades together as husband and wife in a wonderful, loving marriage. They have two kids together, and they said the family is their highest priority. Uh, also, rapper Jeezy filed for divorce from Jeannie Mai Jenkins. She's a TV host. You might know her from uh, The Real. She's one of the hosts of that show. After two years of marriage, they are citing irreconcilable differences and say there is no hope for reconciliation. Lastly, in lighter relationship news, uh, there's a lot of heavy stuff. This one's kind of funny. Uh, people are still talking about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, the dating rumors. And after Travis scored his first touchdown of the season this weekend, announcer Ian Eagle had this to say. Touchdown, Travis Kelsey! Kelsey finds a blank space for the score. Ah, blank space. Got him. I hope Travis liked that joke. I hope there's no... Bad blood. Ah. All right, all right, okay. On a movie and TV news, let's start with that weekly look at the theater. It was a slow weekend uh, with a very close photo finish. The Nun 2 was number one again. It brought in $14.7 million for the top spot, while The Haunting in Venice made $14.5 million. That's a tight race. The Equalizer 3 came in third. In horror movie news, they made a bunch of those paranormal activities. Did you see any of those? I really liked the first few. I thought they were good. Very successful movies with a teeny tiny budget. Uh, now there's a paranormal activity stage play in the works. That sounds kind of cool to I me. Mean, it's in pre-production right now in London. If it's successful, I'm sure it'll make its way over here. I've got Barbenheimer news. First, Barbie officially passed the $1 billion mark this weekend. That's worldwide, the global box office. Uh, Greta Gerwig is now the first solo female director with a billion-dollar movie. Congratulations. Also this weekend, Oppenheimer officially became the highest-grossing biopic of all time. It passed Bohemian Rhapsody. And Rami Malek is in both of those movies. Recipe for success. If you're making a biopic, cast Rami Malek. You're printing money. And TV news, this is a big one all weekend with a major update yesterday. Uh, first, Drew Barrymore posted an apology video online saying she was sorry that her show is continuing despite the strike. People didn't like that apology. They continued to criticize the decision, so she eventually deleted the video and then reversed the decision. She posted on Instagram yesterday that she listened to everyone and will pause the show's premiere until the strike is over. And since Drew, you know, sort of set the trend of bringing these daytime shows back, she has started the trend of saying, never mind, I changed my mind. The Talk and the Jennifer Hudson Show have both now uh, delayed their season premieres as well. In other TV news, a couple cancellations. Now, after two seasons at ABC, the Wonder Years reboot was just canceled. There will be no more. Uh, and HBO canceled the show Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. The season two finale aired last night. The network immediately made that announcement, so I guess the season finale was the series finale. Yeah, what are people watching today and tonight? There are two Monday Night Football games on tonight. That's unusual. 
Uh, the Panthers and Saints will air on ESPN, and the Brown Steelers will be on ABC. Over on NBC tonight, American Ninja Warrior is new. And on Fox, it's the Academy of Country Music Honors. Carly Pierce is hosting the show. Clint Black, Kane Brown, Hardy, Tim McGraw, and Chris Stapleton will all be honored. That's tonight on Fox. And now, let's enjoy an intermission. This show is supported by AG1, 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source nutrients to support optimal health of the brain, body, and gut. You need a good brain, body, and gut. My kids, I have two kids, both in school, young kids, always bringing home germs. I was at a birthday party yesterday, all these little kids all around me, and uh, my immune system is staying strong thanks to my daily glass of AG1. It's a powder, you mix it into a glass of water. I drink mine first thing in the morning, and you are doing wonders for your body. The list of benefits is very long. You can find out more on their website. It's a great resource, drinkag1.com slash first thing. Don't forget the slash first thing. That's my link. That's how you support the show. When you do go there, if you decide to buy, you're getting a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. You're welcome. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. On to music. Now, the big story right here is about a guy named Jan Winner. He's the co-founder of Rolling Stone magazine and a co-founder of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, well, he was just removed from the board of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame after he made some racist and sexist comments in a New York Times interview. He was promoting his book, which features interviews with all white male artists. He was asked why there were no female or black musicians included, and his comments essentially called him inarticulate. Immediate blowback to that, as you can imagine. He was removed from the Rock Hall board, and he promptly apologized. Another one that's getting some attention right now, Drake and SZA used a photo of Halle Berry to promote their new single, and she's not happy about it. It's a photo of her from the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. She's covered in slime in this picture, and she said that Drake asked her for permission to use it, and she said no. So she said she's disappointed that uh, he went ahead and did it anyway. She said she thought better of him. I don't think it's the official artwork for the song, you know, available on streaming platforms, but he did post it on his Instagram. And now that she commented on it, now that she's, you know, beefing with Drake, this picture is just everywhere. So many more eyeballs on it than, uh, than there would have been. Uh, by the way, Drake pushed his uh, album back, the release date for his new one, For All the Dogs. It's going to come out October 6th. In other new music news, I like this one, the band The National, one of my favorites for many, many years. It just released a new album, kind of dropped this one on us last minute. They announced it over the weekend. It just put out a new album a few months ago. I'm still very much enjoying that one. And now we have another one. It's called Laugh Track, and it came out at midnight last night. In concert news, Adele said she is no longer taking selfies with fans during her shows in Vegas. Uh, rise in COVID cases is the reason for that decision. She said she's, quote, hanging on by a thread, trying not to get it. So if you're going to see her and you were hoping for a selfie, don't take it personally, okay? It's not about you. Uh, also, she was talking to the crowd at one of her shows the other night, and she referred to her boyfriend, Rich Paul, as her husband. She quickly said, my husband's here, and people are once again wondering if they secretly got married. Kind of seems like they might have. Uh, in other news, Suga from BTS is the next member of the group to start his mandatory military service in South Korea. He's reportedly enlisting by the end of the week. Uh, lastly, this, this might be the most important story you hear all day, all right? Someone in Scotland posted a photo of their greasy french fry bag, and in the grease on the bag, they saw the face of Louis Capaldi. 
It's a true miracle. I have it posted in our Instagram stories right now if you want to see French fry grease Louis Capaldi for yourself at First Thing Pod on Instagram. Okay. All right. Some additional headlines here on this Monday morning. Uh, first in political news, House Republicans just reached a tentative agreement to fund the government and avoid a shutdown. It's a short-term bill. They had until the end of this month, and they uh, they bought themselves uh, another month. This will keep the government open until October 31st, Halloween. Everything I saw over the weekend said that the government shutdown was almost inevitable. They reached this agreement last night on a Sunday, which is unusual. Now they have a little more time. Another big story in politics right now is the acquittal of the Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. He was on trial for 16 charges of corruption and bribery in the state Senate. 16 articles of impeachment against the guy. And on Saturday, they voted to acquit. Ruled innocent. He was uh, promptly reinstated in his role and has returned to office. Uh, I mentioned this one last week when the story broke, but it has since really exploded. U.S. Representative Lauren Boebert was trending all weekend after the security camera footage came out. She and her date at that uh, that staged performance of Beetlejuice, they were very handsy with each other in their seats. She has apologized for her behavior, but not before getting everyone all riled up. Democrats are all over it, calling her a hypocrite. Some Republicans are defending her, saying, what's the big deal? While others like Ann Coulter are calling her out. Ann tweeted that Lauren's a, quote, totally embarrassing bimbo. Uh, Some people are demanding that she lose her position. We'll see what happens with this. In international news, this is a hard one to to even comprehend. Really, truly heartbreaking. The, uh, The death toll from the unbelievable flooding in Libya has now risen to at least 11,300 people. And according to the United Nations, more than 10,000 more are still missing. Again, it happened when uh, historic amounts of rain caused dams to burst. Just an absolute tragedy. Uh, In other international news, the UK is about to ban a particular dog. It's the American XL Bully. Those muscular little guys. The prime minister over there just announced that because of a string of attacks, some reportedly fatal, uh, by the end of the year, the breed will be banned. They started a Dangerous Dogs Act in 1991, and this is the first breed to be added to the list since it started. Lastly, in food news, if you uh, didn't already know, today is National Cheeseburger Day. Applebee's, Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, a bunch of places are offering deals today. If you are interested, I have a link to all those deals in our Instagram stories today. Happy National Cheeseburger Day to all that celebrate. Okay, okay, all right, friends, I always end the show with some good news, and man, there's a lot of heavy stuff right now, there is. Uh, This story is about a bunch of people thinking quickly and working together. It happened in Germany. There was an 18-year-old guy running after a bus as it was pulling away from a stop. He was trying to flag it down so he could get on, but somehow he fell and got pinned underneath it? Pinned beneath a tire? Yikes. Uh, The driver immediately stopped. Didn't want to drive at all. Who knows what could have happened if he, uh, you know, went forward or backwards. That's when 40 people quickly assembled to lift the bus off the guy. I got to be honest, if I was there, probably wouldn't have been my first thought. But uh, everyone that happened to be there right then, they came together and they did it. They lifted a bus. Someone else dragged this guy to safety. They rolled him away. And uh, it turns out he only kind of hurt his arm. He was fine. The article says scrapes, bruises, and an arm injury. The Berlin police said they were impressed by the collective rescue action and called all 40 of those people heroes. Yeah, for sure. One of the nurses that treated this guy said, quote, I think it's nice that one can still more or less have trust in society. 
Agreed. This is uh, this is cool to see. I guess the moral of the story is, if you're gonna get stuck under a bus, do it in Germany. Okay, that's the takeaway from the show today. And the show is over the now. The show is over now. Okay. All right. Thanks for being here, friends. I hope it's a nice week ahead for you. A nice Monday today. Thanks to McKenna McNair for the post on Instagram. Thank you for the love and support, McKenna. Uh, and happy belated birthday to Carrie Heinen. It was Friday. Her birthday was Friday. 44 years old. Her husband, Andy, sent me a message, but I missed it. Boo me. Anyway, I, I hope it was a great birthday weekend, and I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you for listening. I'm back tomorrow to do it all again. A brand new rundown of everything, all right? Have a great Monday. I'll talk to you then. Please tell your friends about this show.